Hi, my name is Sherry Doherty, and I'm a lady in red. In act two of my career and living my best life, my perspective on life and behaviors have been governed by who I was as a child, who I became, and who I am still striving to be. People my age are beautiful, bold, confident, and full of wisdom. And truly, the encore of the story of your life is still when the best songs are yet to be sung. My mission in this podcast is to shine the spotlight on people like me, have real conversations about reinvention stories, and inspire you to continue to follow your dreams regardless of your age. I'm doing it for Daisy. Who are you doing it for? Good day and welcome to today's episode of the Encore Podcast. I am once again doing a solo episode because I have some thoughts to share. On August 1st, which was Tuesday this week, I just passed my four-year anniversary of self-employment. And if you recall, the purpose of this podcast is to encourage people in Act 2 or their Encore careers to continue to pursue their dreams. And so I do hope that people find these stories inspirational and encouraging and that they are, if you are on a path to something new, that you can take some of the advice that I have to share today after four years in and apply it to the situation that you're in. So I thought that I would reflect a little bit on my time as being self-employed. For context, I worked in the corporate world for 30 years before that and took a giant leap of faith when that ended and decided that I was going to become self-employed. So I technically am an independent contractor. I work under Remax and that's fantastic. That's the structure that works in real estate world. But at the end of the day, I am self-employed. So I have no boss and I'm actually my own worst enemy and my biggest critic and the hardest boss I've ever worked for. However, I am the CEO, so the chief everything officer, and I'm responsible for everything from sales, marketing, advertising, budgeting, Paying people, organizing, scheduling, finding clients, all the things that go along with running a successful real estate business. And with that, you can apply all of the things that I have to share today to any industry that you might be in. But what I thought I would do is share my top five things that I have learned. And what they are is that growth truly happens outside your comfort zone. Your sales and your bank account cannot dictate your happiness or your joy. You have to just keep swimming or hitting the pinata, and we'll get into that a little bit further. Your tribe is everything and will determine your success, and that the days are long, but the years are short. So going back to number one, I wanted to share with you really some stories about how growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And again, for context, I was in a very comfortable corporate career for 22 years with the same company. I knew that I had stagnated and apparently they knew I had stagnated and it was just too comfortable. And I knew as I looked out over the horizon, if I continued to do the same thing for five or 10 years, there probably wouldn't be a lot of growth and there wouldn't be a lot of change. And insurance Sherry would have never met Realtor Sherry. And I really, really like who Realtor Sherry is. So I am very grateful for that period of pruning. They say that often you have to be pruned to bloom again. And I definitely went through a very uncomfortable period of pruning. That was the summer and fall of 2018. But the other side is beautiful. And when you get through it and you find the new person that you can become, 
the new version of yourself. It is truly beautiful. So I am grateful for that, even though it was difficult at the time. Again, I really like Realtor Sherry and I really like Realtor Sherry's life and things are good and there's so much freedom and flexibility and an unlimited cap to my earning potential. So those are some wonderful perks and benefits. There's also a lot of stress that comes with self-employment because literally in my industry, it's 100% commission. So if I don't sell anything, I don't get paid. So there is that kind of always looming over your head. But when you work hard, generally the results will follow. So that was my number one period of extreme uncomfort where I found my greatest growth. It actually really was a trajectory for me to change into who I am today. Another couple of examples that I will give you is when I go to things or do things that are completely new to me, sometimes they're uncomfortable and sometimes I don't want to go. And sometimes they seem silly and I have to push myself. I think I'm more introverted than I thought I was. I thought I was more of an extrovert until I really had to rely on myself and not a team supporting and surrounding me. And I just have to go to things even when I don't want to. So a couple of stories, because what I wanted to underscore is I have made some of the very best friends and great alliances through events and things that I really didn't want to be at. So by means of an example, I once went to a makeup demonstration party, you know, one of those, I don't remember if it was Arbonne or Mary Kay or one of those sorts of things, but it was a demonstration and there was really only three or four people there. And I literally was thinking, oh my goodness, is this what I do now? Is this worth my time? I'm not sure if I should be here. However, it was a small group. The ladies were lovely and I ended up meeting one particular lady at the time who I had never met before and she seemed perky and energetic and she did something that was interesting, very unique in terms of what she was focusing on and servicing our community at the time. And I thought, well, you know what, that wasn't so terrible and I got a nice new lipstick out of it. But that was the first time that I met my now, one of my closest friends. And I thought, that's interesting. Fast forward six months later and we ran into each other again at a couple of other networking events and said, hey, I remember you from that day that we were at the makeup party and event and we've become really close friends now and we collaborate often on business. We do a lot of great things together and I remind myself from time to time how grateful I am that that night in particular, I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone because I was destined to meet this person in my life and I was destined to have them as part of my circle and part of my tribe that I'm going to talk about later. So I'm very grateful that I did that. And anytime that you're feeling like, is this worth my while or should I do this? Maybe you can go back to that story in your memory bank and think, hmm, Sherry made a really good, probably lifelong friend and partner to do some business with at this kind of very event. So I'll push myself to do that as well. Another funny story I thought I'd share is there was another networking event that I went to. These were kind of early on years and I wasn't 100% comfortable or confident yet in my new role. And I went to a networking event, very uncomfortable, didn't want to go. I was just feeling pretty blue that day. And I remember talking to my daughter on the phone on the way there. And I often go through the scenarios of what's the best thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? And what is the likely thing to happen? And so the best thing that could happen was I was going to walk up, to someone say hello and suddenly they wanted to list a $2 million house with me. 
the worst thing that could happen is nobody speaks to me and I feel horribly uncomfortable and I cry on the way home. And the most likely thing to happen is it'll be fine. And if I am uncomfortable, I will just go to the washroom and then leave and no one will ever notice that I was there. So that's also an out card if you're feeling uncomfortable. At any rate, in this particular event, it was the kind of event that you go to and you mingle for maybe the first half an hour and then there's an educational component. And so I knew that even if I went, you know, with 20 minutes left, I could find someone to talk to for 20 minutes and then we all had to go into the education sessions and then you just grabbed a seat with anyone, which was much more comfortable than mingling with people who I thought they all knew each other because I felt like an outsider at the time. I decided that I would also pull one of my tactics, which is think of someone that you admire and the confidence they exude and the person that you want to be in the future and pretend just for that moment that you're in an acting role and you're them. So there was a high top cocktail table and there were three ladies standing at the table and they were laughing and I walked straight up to them with a big smile and I said, you look like you're having fun, may I join you? And they were like, sure, like, come on in. Who are you? What do you do? Why are you here tonight? Who do you know? We had a lovely conversation. At the end of that conversation, just before we went in to do the educational component, one of the ladies said to me, I really like your spunk. And I really like the fact that you had the gumption to walk straight up to us and we were complete strangers and just ask if you could join us and have fun with us. Can I get your business card? Because I'm gonna sell my house one day and I wanna call you because you're the kind of person that I want. And to me, that was a God wink that I got myself strong enough and I went out that day and I did walk up to that table and it was an affirmation that I did the right thing. In the end, it ended up that I have sold that lady a nice condominium and I will say that she also is now a very dear friend of mine that I often spend time with and we've been together with our husbands and we have a nice fast friendship. We've really had a great connection and all of those beautiful new relationships came from times when I was uncomfortable. So the moral of all that is just push yourself even when you don't feel like doing it because there's beauty in the uncomfortable, you just have to be strong enough to get through it. And like I said, I would never would have met Realtor Sherry if I had have stayed Insurance Sherry. And if I'd ever went to those events that did at the time make me uncomfortable, I would never have two of these wonderful women in my life that I cherish their friendships dearly. So that is number one. Growth happens outside of your comfort zone and there are some very specific examples for you. The second thing I wanted to share with everyone is I've learned this the hard way because I've been through a roller coaster of emotions over the last couple of years, but your sales and your bank account cannot dictate your joy. So you can't, you just can't. It's exhausting to be on a high when you make a sale and to be on a low when you don't make a sale and to be happy when there's lots of money in your bank account and to be unhappy when there's no money in your bank account. It's literally exhausting. And I do think it is one of the things who, that has people in my industry quit. It's just too mentally taxing. In my world, you can't win every listing presentation. If I send 10 emails a day or call 10 people a day, 
I'm lucky if one of them returns my email or my phone call. And sometimes it is, please take me off your mailing list. And you cannot take that personally whatsoever. You have to be strong. You have to be resilient. You can't let things like an empty whiteboard, which in my world also represents paychecks, really drag you down because that is a bad spiral and you will just get yourself kind of into a pit. So I have on my mirror in my bathroom that today I choose joy, regardless of what happens during the day, because joy comes in so many more forms than just what's in your bank account. Who cares? Really, as long as you have people around you who love you and that you have food in your stomach and you have your health, that's really all that matters. I you know, also prefer to be able to pay my bills. I'm not gonna say that that isn't important to me, but you know, choosing a lifestyle that fits your income is a perfectly wise thing to do as well. And this is certainly not a money management speech or preach at this point. It's just a thought that comes to me all the time when I am stressed about the fact that, oh, I haven't sold a house this month. Should I be miserable? No, because you know what? I know that I've made some amazing progress in new relationships that I have built, in new clients that I've been able to service, in working on my packaging, in reading some new materials and getting some additional training. And all those things are going to set me up for success the next time my opportunity comes. So I do think about a couple of sports analogies, and I am not a sports analogy person whatsoever. I'm not a sports person. But I did hear a coach once say that baseball players practice and practice and practice and practice nonstop with their health, with their fitness, what they put in their body, what they put in their mind. They have to be healthy year round. And their moment of truth sometimes only come when they get up to bat or when they get the opportunity to catch the ball. And that's not all the time. And so for me, that moment of truth is when the opportunity comes for me to make an offer on a home or to go to a listing presentation and help someone sell their home. But I still have to do all that 80% of the training as well to be as trained as any sports athlete for when that moment of truth comes. And I need to find joy in the training because that is where you spend most of your time. So I can't be dictated on the fact that I did or didn't make a sale today. That cannot be the definition of success. That cannot be where I find my joy. I honestly find my joy with my family. I find joy at the lake with my puppy, just enjoying laughs with my friends and being silly. I happen to be a person full of faith, so I find joy in that. And at the end of the day, putting all that good energy into the world and really appreciating the days, regardless of the size of my bank account. I've actually found that there's been a few times when I've realized like, huh, things are a little bit tight and I'm pretty happy right now. That's interesting. I guess it really doesn't matter because you can also have lots in reserve and still be pretty miserable and have other problems that are bigger stealers of joy. So that's my thoughts on that and particularly in a self-employed position or a commission-based position, you need to be really careful about your mindset as it comes towards your income and not letting your mood or your joy swing with the pendulum of your bank account. The third thing that I wanted to share is you just have to keep swimming and keep hitting the pinata. And so in our household, we often talk about, you know, finding Nemo. What are you doing today? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. I'm just trying to stay afloat. I'm just trying to make some progress and get ahead. And that's kind of something we say lightly around here. 
There's another podcaster that I would highly recommend that people look up, Ed Milet. I'm a huge fan. And he talks about building your business like hitting a pinata. And so every day, all you're doing is hitting the pinata. And you can't see that the inside of the pinata is getting weaker and you can't see that you're making dents or that you're making inroads and you don't know what day that the pinata of success is going to bust open for you. But if you stop swinging, you will never get the candy. And candy can be whatever it needs to be for you. It can be money. It can be sales, it can be product, it can be contracts, it can be friendships, relationships, connections, whatever success is for you. It can be any of those things. And if you stop swinging at the pinata, you will never get the prize. And so there are a lot of days that are tiring and exhausting, again, in my industry when nothing's happening. And I have to remind myself that I'm continuing to hit the pinata. And one day it's going to bust wide open on me. And there have been some good days where it does bust wide open. But you have to use that analogy mentally that there is no quitting. The only time that you are truly beat is when you quit. And all you have to do is do something. So whatever it is that you do, just talk to someone. Send an email, make a social media post, try and run an advertisement, go to a networking event, send a letter, all of those things. And a lot of those things that I'm talking about are free. Really, like at the end of the day, to start an emailing list is free. There's a lot of free tools for doing that. You know, using social media to your advantage is free. You don't have to buy a billboard. You don't have to get a radio ad. You don't have to do any of those super expensive things until you have the money to do those sort of things to support your strategy. But just do something. You just have to continue to make the strides, make the efforts. And it's interesting because... I try and reach out to a certain number of people per day and I've been watching some of the coaches and gurus recently and I say to them, I try and reach out to 10 people a day and by reach out, I just mean, and it's all sincere and genuine because I am just a nice lady, but you know, I might email people and ask them how their home search is coming. I might phone them. I might text them. I might follow up with people from an open house. I might Facebook message. There's all sorts of ways that you can reach out to people just to make a connection and see if you can be of service to them. And I try and do 10 a day. And a coach recently said to me, great, why can't you go the extra mile and do 12? And I said, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I can do 12. Thank you for putting that in my brain. Now I have to do 12 because I know next week he's probably going to say, great, why can't you do 15? So I continue to just hit the pinata. I am waiting one day for all the prize and all the candy of joy and success to come out on me. But I highly encourage people to just try things. Again, you are never truly beat until you stop trying. The fourth thing that I wanted to share with you is that your tribe is your everything. So be very careful about who you let into your inner circle. There will always be naysayers on the road to success. There will always be people who question your choices and don't fully understand your business or how it works or why you do the things that you do. You need to curate the people that you trust very carefully and only have people who are there to cheer you on and lift you up close to you. I have a very dear friend of mine who said that she once had a friend that said to her, oh, you're on the road to success. I can't wait to ride in the Learjet with you. And my friend said to them, hmm, if you're not there to help me build the Learjet, you're not riding in it when the time comes. 
So you need all those people to be cheering you on at every stage of your business. I love that analogy when she said that. And, you know, I need sometimes people to brainstorm with, and sometimes I need people to cry with or vent with or be frustrated with and also to celebrate with. And anybody who listens to this regularly knows that my immediate circle is my family. I have the best, most supportive husband and children. I also have some very dear friends, but also along the way we've had to cut some people. And sometimes that is difficult and it hurts. It's not comfortable, but you have to be very mindful of who you associate yourself with because you are your own personal brand and you need to think about who you are associating yourself with and the energy they bring to your mind. So I want to be in a room of movers and shakers and people who are excited about their lives and excited about their futures and still chasing their dreams, doing fun, amazing, creative things. And even if we all fall flat on our faces, at least we tried together. That's the kind of people I want to spend my time with. I do not have any time for negativity in my life. I do not have any time. I actually don't even watch the news. It's kind of sad and depressing. I like to be aware of what's happening in the world, but I can't get all consumed by stuff that I can't control. What I can control is who I spend my time and energy with, the joy that they bring to my life, and the joy that I try to bring to theirs. So think about maybe the top five people you spend your time with and how you feel after you've spent time with them and whether or not that was, you know, somebody who was pouring into your positivity bucket or draining it, and then think about whether that's someone that you think is going to be by your side on the road to success. The last thing that I will close with is that the days can be really long sometimes, but the years are short. It's incredible when you think about it, some days feel very long and very difficult and you really don't feel like you're making any progress. But here I am four years into self-employment and I remember at the beginning thinking, oh man, if I could just sell a house, if I could just get the snowball rolling, if I could just get someone to believe in me and give me that first chance, that would just be amazing. And then after that happened a couple of times, then you start to set sales goals and targets and now those sales goals and targets for me are basically just the floor and not the ceiling because, well, I've always done this many, so why can't I do that many in the future? And I'm always striving and pushing myself. But when I took a moment to sit back and think about five years ago, Sherry, and who she was and what she was thinking about, there were some long, dark days in there and the progress felt slow. Like even just getting your real estate license, you have to go get your high school transcripts or your college transcripts. I had no idea how I would dig those up. And then you have to write a whole set of exams and you have to do a whole bunch of training courses and really use your brain. And then all of a sudden you have this license and then you have to start a business and figure out how you're gonna market yourself. And in my world, I had to make a whole new set of friends and reintroduce myself to the community because I was Sherry from corporate world previously. And if you didn't work there, I probably didn't know you. And then all of a sudden I was thrust into the rest of the town who had no idea who I was or what we did at that place. And I literally had to start again. And I, not in a boastful way, but sometimes I sit back and I say like, good for you, Sherry. Like I'm pretty proud of myself where I've gotten to and literally 
none of that has to do with finances. That has to do with the fact that I'm still standing and I'm still smiling and I have amazing, beautiful people in my life. Sorry, I might cry a little bit while I record this. <laughs> but I do every so often sit back and appreciate the fact that, you know, I got pushed through some tough stuff and that truly, truly made me grow. And here we are four years later and I'm happy and I'm thriving and I have more joy and freedom than I've ever had before. And I want to continue to spread this message and be encouraging and inspirational for other people who might find themselves in the yuck right now. If you ever feel that you want to have a coffee one-on-one, -on -one, I am more than happy to sit down with you. Please reach out. All my contact information is everywhere because I'm a realtor, so I'm not difficult to find, but that has nothing to do with it. I just want to help other people who are in this place. I've been on this amazing journey. I have been blessed with happiness and success and perseverance and the ability to push through more difficult times, and I want to share that with everyone else. So I hope that this has been helpful to people today. I continue to encourage you. I want to inspire you and all the things I'm still trying to do, although we haven't talked too, too much about it lately, is I'm doing them for Daisy, who is future Sherry, and I cannot wait to meet her. Have a great day.